Hello and welcome back to Feasts of Fright. My name is Count Cocula. Spooky. Today, you just heard his voice. I have with me <gasps> Dr. Jenkinstein. It's alive! <laughs> That's a spike in the audio. <laughs> That'll be fun. Okay. Dr. Jenkinstein, thank you for joining me on this last leg of our quest through this Feast of Fright Tober. Mm, glad to be here. Appreciate your uh, willing commitment. I know you have a lot of work, you know. Yes, I'm th- creating a new monster at the time. Do you have a name for it? Yes, I do. Toby. Mm, to- He's a monster. <laughs> is, that, is that not a line from The Office? <laughs> That's probably a line from Michael, line. yeah. Anyway, we are on the last portion of our Feast of Fright for this year. Um, I think we've had a decent lineup. Started out pretty strong with Halloween. Went in with the uh, Monster House, which was a, a bit of a downer, but yeah, came back pretty strong with old scary stories. Yeah. So today, we're going to be feasting on an unfamiliar, familiar feast, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know. It, yeah, I mean, to me it does. To the listener, <laughs> t- give or take, could it's, yeah. 50% chance. <laughs> Right. What are we watching today, Dr. Jenkinstein? Am I allowed to say his name? Well... I mean, as long as it's not yeah, three times, just right? just say it three times. Right? Okay, it's Beetlejuice. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're gonna, today we're watching Beetlejuice. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Do we each... Is it... How does that work? You would think... I, I Is it... I think, I think it's, it's just, just the one person saying it. I think it is. I can't... I know at the end of the movie... Because it's been a while since I've seen this movie... I think they have to both say it three times. Like, one of them has to say it three times. I can't remember if it's, like, his name has to be said it. If there's, like, a... Is there a period of time in between saying his name? Like, you say it, like, a year ago. And then you say it a year later. And then the third time you say it, does that count as saying it three times? Maybe it's, like, (laughs) you have to be, like, standing in the same general area. You know, once you leave, is, the, is there like a time frame that you're like a, uh, this kind of like a zone, like a, it's like in Fortnite, you know, like you have a zone. You I've never be played in. Fortnite, okay, so on, on <laughs> we're off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Maybe this uh, movie will answer this for us. Today we're watching Beetlejuice. Yep, that's the second one for me. Yeah, that counts. Could be the third one, so could be, could be. Appearing I, I tried not to say it a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. So, better watch out for that old mm. Beetley. Let's call him BJ from now. Call him BJ. Yeah. 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 Jake, you... Einstein. Einstein, sorry. Doctor, do- excuse me, doctor. Yes. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. Same for you? Oh, yeah, it's been years. Years, huh? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you feel like you saw it? Probably around 10 years old. On TV, yeah. It's like 15 years ago then. Probably. Wow. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Was that like, when was the first time you saw it? Like, did you grow up watching it or? I think I rented it one time. Yeah. With my parents, I think. It's been a long time. I, I don't know when I first saw it. I don't know. I think, I know I've seen the whole movie. I just don't know if I've ever watched it completely in one sitting. Right. Except maybe once. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, if you're if you got like any kind of television, you know, ABC's shows it every October a hundred times. Yeah. So going into this movie to begin with, how do you feel like you're going to rate this movie? Like on the candy scale, where is it going to land? You feel like probably Skittles. So we're looking at like maybe an eight and a half, nine. I was going to say about eight. Yeah. Had some skills today. Uh huh. Did you really? First time in a while. I know. I like Skittles. Yes. Okay. So we're looking at Beetle. B- BJ g- giving us some skittles. <laughs> nice, nice catch there. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't even notice it. Yeah, that, that would have been the third one for me. So I guess we're going off that rule. What, what, what about this movie? You were like really stands out to you from what you remember? The comedic element of the it's like a horror comedy type deal. Yeah, it's kind of it's scary at some parts yeah. for me as a kid. I remember being a little frightened by it, yeah. being ten years old. But then laughing at some parts, but probably not understanding some of the jokes as a 10-year-old. So do you feel like it lands more on the monster house or like scary stories telling the dark? Yeah, I'd say it's probably more on the scary stories side. Mm. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that. I don't know. um, As far as what I'll give this movie, I'm not sure. Uh, It might be on the Skittle scale, like an eight, eight and a half. Okay. But it also made... May disappoint you. May disappoint you a little bit. I, it, we may, may be may. looking at like a, a three musketeers, a six and a half, seven, five. Mm, that's that high? A three musketeers? like a five, right? That's what we gave like. That's what I would give it, yeah. Monster House. I think. I could see myself giving it around seven and eight. Uh, maybe it'll really surprise me, but. I I, I think I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to like it a whole lot. Do you think I'll like it? Probably not as much as me. Do you think you'll like it more? Probably. All right. We will be back after our feast. Hello and welcome back. We just watched Beetlejuice. Oh, you're just gonna say it now? Oh, oh I see. Crud. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm forgot. Okay, it's been. I'm forgot. I, you just watched the movie, man. <laughs> yeah, and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, and I forgot you can't say Beetle's name. You know, Beetle. That's his yeah. nickname. That's just the first him. part. Hey, I did the Beetle. That was. Oh, don't say that name, please. All right then. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really cool setup for this movie, um, starring Alec Baldwin, uh, Gina Davis, yep, Catherine O'Hara, and Winona Ryder. Yeah, it's a pretty big cast. Yeah, well, back then they weren't huge, but they still. were getting there. You know, I don't know Alec Baldwin. I think this was probably him starting. I think he had done you know Footloose and stuff. Right. Uh, I mean, he was getting there. He was pretty big at this point, but he does not look like himself in this movie. No, he doesn't. He looks like I didn't realize it was him till we saw his name in the credits. Like at, well, on Amazon, watching his name popped up on actors. Right. Yeah. I had no idea that was him, and, and so it's kind of starts out with this cool little uh, music from Danny Elfman, by the way, Tim Burton director Danny Elfman. The music who did the music for Nightmare Before Christmas too, which makes a lot of sense. These two movies definitely have a lot in common. Oh yeah. And so movie starts out with Alec Baldwin and his. Oh my goodness! Can you go back to the thing so we can see what their names are? 
with Alec Baldwin, who is Adam Maitland, Gina Davis, who is Barbara Maitland, and they are, uh, you know, a couple who are just so sweet and lovey, lovey, you know, they're on each other, kissing each other all the time, it's just so sweet. Right, yeah. And they're going on vacation, but they got each other gifts. Is it their, it's not their honeymoon, is it? Uh, it's no. just vacation. I think they're just going on vacation, yeah. Maybe an anniversary or something, but they are, you know, just... It might have been their anniversary. It might have been. Yeah. But they're going on vacation, and real estate lady, some woman, I, I'm assuming she's not with them, but she keeps wanting them to sell their house, because apparently they have a very popular house on the market, if they would sell. Getting offered like 240 something thousand dollars which is decent. You know, sounds like a decent deal. But they don't want to sell, and they're trying to push her off, you know, and... Don't you just hate pushy real estate agents? I mean, like, get a job. Yeah. Wait, that is their job. I mean, get a better job. You know. And if you're a real estate agent listening, um, do better. And uh, please tell your friends as you sell them a house. Also, sell them on this podcast. Piece to film. All right, then. And she's, uh, you know, they're, they're having a good time. And uh, they get in their car to leave. You know, and uh, they go across the bridge, and they they go to a shop. I'm assuming it's it's a hardware store, a hardware store. Mm-hmm. And he picks something up. Adam, Adam does. I'm not sure what he picks up. I can't remember. But paint, he, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was paint. I couldn't because she got it at the end of the movie too. Oh, okay, I believe. Okay, something. Well, they they go at the end of the movie to get this, and uh, they they see this little dog and say hi to this guy, and there's this random... You know you see that dog before it jumps out in front of them, right? Yeah, it's across the road because they mm-hmm. almost hit it the first time. I mean, mm-hmm. they're slow. Kind of like a little foreshadow thing. Going a little, really slow. They go back across the bridge, I guess, to go the other way, or maybe they're going back home for a minute. They almost hit the dog and veer off of the bridge, and they kind of are te- like teetering on the edge of the bridge... And just the dog is holding them on. Just the dog with, with a board. <laughs> a, yeah, a plank that is under the car that is somehow leveraging has a leverage. car and a dog. Yeah, that's 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 pretty equal. <laughs> Two humans and a car equal. versus yeah. a dog. Like three thousand pounds than a yeah. dog. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets off and they end up falling into the river. And Jake, you didn't know they died. <laughs> I did not. I forgot about that. That's like But the, that's like the whole premise of yeah. the movie. <laughs> that's what I was like. I didn't think those two died. I just remembered a few, like the the office waiting area. Yeah. I, I yeah. remember that. You know, like the memorable things. Right. Not them the, dying. The creepy looking things, mostly. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Because <laughs> their death is really shallow. Like, the, the car just slowly falls into the river, and it says they drown. Yeah, so they don't really get any, like, outward. Yeah. There's nothing that, like causes their appearance to change although i'm pretty sure if you drown your face gets like blue and puffy yeah where you like suffocate you know yeah you know with water in your lungs but we'll we'll look overlook that detail oh also the real estate agent apparently was taking pictures of their house and sending it to people i'm pretty sure that's illegal if they don't want you to so um but then they uh they they end up going home and uh you know sitting at the fire and Things start to change for them. They start to realize not everything's as it seems. Really hits home when they see the handbook for the recently deceased sitting on the end table, and they're like, ah, we're dead. Yeah, so Gina Davis is the one that, like, figures out because they can't see the reflection and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to, like, cope with the fact that they're dead, and uh, then he's... Yeah, they go out on the porch and start down the stairs... 
and the husband like falls Adam into like falls into this like sand dune type yeah. desert looking thing. Well, he I thought it was like was it sand dune because I thought that's when they go through the door. This was like some weird. It was super fast, but it was like a dark, just weird. The stairs started to stretch out. I can't. This. It was super quick, and he just like got gets pulled back, and she's like, "You've been gone for two hours." Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it looked like. Adam, by the way, loves miniatures in this movie. Uh, he yeah. apparently makes miniature doll landscapes, and yeah, he made one of the whole town. Yeah, so that's where so, a lot of this takes place is in that miniature sometimes. The little model thing. But as and you know, as they kind of come back, it kind of transitions, and we see a new family moving into the house. Catherine O'Hara, who is... The Dietz family. The Dietz family. I was trying to remember their last name. Dahlia Dietz, Chuck or Charles Dietz, and uh, Lydia Dietz, who is Winona Ryder. Yep. The the Mm -hmm. stepmom, Catherine O'Hara, she's like a really big artist, Yeah, she wanted to work for, what was it? Uh, Artist for Life. Artists of America. Artists of America. Something like that. And uh, she's like trying to sell this big deal and... She gets this new house, and there's this other guy who, I don't remember who he plays him. His name is Otho? Otho? Otho. 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 And he's... I've heard of him. Yeah, he's he's interesting. He's Very he's, weird. he's a weird character. I don't know what he's exactly doing here. Is like, he kind of like a, uh, just... Is he like... An assistant type thing? Maybe the or? agent for her? He's he's always there though. Yeah, and they have, like Catherine and him, Dahlia and him, have like this weird relationship. And they're like, she's yeah. talking to him about the house, and she's there's like, you always get my artistic vision. He's like, they take spray paint. After she talks to Charles, and he's like, oh yeah, says something, and she's like, yeah, just go do it quietly, and licks his nose. Yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. And then they go spray, like, spray painting stuff through the house. What was that about? Like, what are they doing? They were, I think they were spray painting the color that they were going to do the wall. Like, they were writing the name of the color. Like, mauve, it was, like, written in the... Is that, an, is that a color? It's like that purple color she sprayed on oh. there, I think. Yes. That's what she sprayed on the wall. Okay. So, makes more sense. And then he sprayed, like, a... green. He said blue-green thing. Yeah. And he did, like, a teal-colored-looking spray paint. I don't know. Okay. That makes more sense. I had no idea what they were doing. Like I was like, what are, what are they spraying on these walls? And uh, they, you know, Lydia comes in as well, and she's kind of like this super emo goth character who, yeah, goth would just, be a very good yeah. maybe like Victorian looking era yeah, type. Like she just clothing definitely likes black. Yeah, interesting hair as well. So the Maitlands are reading through the handbook for the deceased, trying to figure out how, what like what they're supposed to do here, like. And Adam comes across a section about hauntings and haunted houses. Yeah. And scaring people. He's like, we got, she's like, how are we going to get them out? And he's like, we're ghosts. And so they are trying to scare them and it doesn't really work because the scariest, probably the scariest form in this movie is the first one that Barbara does where she's in the closet with her, with a noose. Oh neck, yeah. And that's, she, that's pretty like surprising. Yeah, she rips off her face and her eyes bulge out. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, you don't see that coming. Yeah, it, it's it's a good shock, but a good kind of turn of where things are going in this movie. It's also kind of a comic a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't scary, scary, but it was like surprise. It's definitely like a, 
wake you up moment yeah. like here's what's to come in the movie <laughs> yeah and and a good show of like the effects in this movie as well which are more pra- definitely very practical yeah. effects which i appreciate and that kind of to me the way they do it adds to the comedic effect a little bit yeah and i think i think tim burton who's clearly a big fan of stop motion and that, practical yeah. effects he really enjoyed those this things kind of Oh, you were right. Never mind. It is a desert that Adam steps into. I completely missed that. Well, since their scares don't work, they kind of get upset and they're like, well, what do we do now? So Adam decides, hey, let's read his handbook. And he discovers that you can create a portal to the afterlife office. Yeah. Drawing, uh, a, drawing door. a door. Yeah. And knocking on it three times. And it just a lot of threes opens. in this movie. There is. This movie like focuses a lot on threes. Yeah. And before all this happens, though, they get a little ad from Beetle. Beetle. Beetle Geis. Beetle Geis. And he's, you know, it's like, hey, read, you know, you need an exorcism, bioexorcist, Beetle Geis. And it has it twice. Three times, actually, but part of it's ripped off so you don't see the third one. Yeah. It's almost as if you have to do something to his name three times. Hmm. Wonder what that could be. No idea. Also's the interior designer, by the way. Oh. So basically, the afterlife is a complex bureaucracy, <laughs> as as Wikipedia just said, as I read. And uh, so in this in this bureaucracy, they kind of have to wait in an office. And I don't know why they get to skip ahead. <laughs> like they they like come in late. They don't have a reservate or reservation. They don't have an appointment. And we see some interesting characters in this, as well in this office. There's a few in here that I definitely remembered from my childhood, yeah. like. The first one, the shrunken head guy. Yeah, shrunken head man. Pretty spooky. Yeah, clearly uh, had a, a run-in with a uh, a, a African and not enchantress. Um, um, what do you, what do you call those things? Which 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 doc which doctor? Yeah, uh, he's actually not uh, in the cast here. He might have been an animatronic. Because he doesn't talk or anything. Yeah, that one makes sense. That would make because I kind of was like, I wonder what they did with like. Is there, there's probably not a person in there. He just kind of like turns his head a few times, and maybe they had like a puppet in the back to like move him. Yeah. But yeah, he was probably one of the best ones there. And then we also had him. We had man with a shark bite on his leg. The shark still attached shark, yeah. to his leg. So did the shark die with him? Seemingly. Seemingly, a shark died with him. Yep. And uh, a guy with the. Uh, bone stuck in his throat yeah my dude uh got choked on a whole bone an entire bone like so big that it went like it i mean it was wider than his neck is what i'm trying to say it's like a tur. it's like the giant turkey legs you see in like tom and jerry yeah that like someone just shoves a whole thing in their mouth and swallows it mm-hmm. but this one kind of got lodged sideways somehow i don't know why he tried to do that but y- yeah i don't i don't know what he's going for there and then we had char man yeah, Charmin comes smoking. in a little Yeah. And he's, you know, comes in a little later. He's he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's sitting there. We have someone else, too. I don't remember. The weird zombie-looking guys in there. Yeah, there's a couple more that you just don't really see that much of. And mm-hmm. they get called to the office to Juno. Yeah. And basically, she tells them, like, hey, you're dead. Um, and you only get, like, three helps or something like that, like, in your afterlife, and you have to haunt the place you died, like, for 125 years. Yeah. 
which to me is like, what happens if you just go in like that desert place they were in for like two years? Wouldn't that be probably 125 years in our time? Would that matter? Do you have to be in their place? I, I don't know. I don't know. That snake would probably eat you eventually in that thing, yeah, though. Probably the big snake worm. I think that's why it's there, so you don't do that. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Good point. But they uh, mentioned, you know, they they want to get uh, those people out of their house. You know, mm-hmm. they're yeah. like, we wouldn't mind sharing the house if there was someone who was more like like them living there. Right. Yeah. And they happen to mention uh, they they got the uh, you know advertisement for a, a guy named uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Starts with a B, right? I think brittle, brittle moose. Peanut, peanut, br- peanut brittle. Battle suits. Maybe. Maybe they get a they get an ad for like battle suits, and she's like, "You don't want to talk to battle suits." He's a. She's like, "Battle suits is bad news." He was a freelance. Uh, he was an assistant to her who kind of went freelance as a bio exorcist and got in some trouble and got trapped. Yeah. Now you have to say his name three times. Yep, you and do. And if you do, old battle suits will come out for you. and Yeah, old Butterfinger there will come out and get you. Yeah. So yeah. So they, they leave the office kind of warned from that, and they're like, well, how do we get a hold of you again? And then she just disappears on them. Yeah, I don't Takes know what that was about. Bing long smoke. I guess saying she's pretty busy, you know, I feel like. Yeah, she said she had to go, like, before she even did that little speech. You know, bureaucracy. Yeah. You know, she apparently probably... she'd, they go through the hallway to meet her, remember? And they oh, see, like, that the, weird hallway yeah the the window to lost souls and mm-hmm. like after they get out you know she's like i've been waiting for you on for four months and so yeah it's it's like it, time is weird in the afterlife apparently. yeah it goes by pretty quick yeah and like so i can't imagine waiting like four years for these people but then lydia kind of goes exploring a little bit and uh the the maitlands have this bright idea taking after the charlie brown <laughs> halloween special yeah. Let's dress up as ghosts with sheets on our heads so they can see us and we'll just make loud moaning noises. You know what I thought of? Spongebob. That's oh, the yeah. first thing I thought of. But still, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. One's a little more iconic. We won't t- say which. That's good. Actually, that's Spongebob's getting pretty... Like, one of the biggest cartoons of if you all asked, time. If you ask someone who is like under, who is 18 or under... I guarantee it'd be SpongeBob. Well, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Well, not that's the, an old episode. Not for the Christmas, not for the that. But if you like ask them what they know more of, like Charlie Brown or SpongeBob? Yeah. For like 100. a 15 year old? Yeah, well, like 18 or 18 or younger. Like 100%. Yeah, like definitely SpongeBob. Even like 21 years old. Like even even my age. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of Charlie Brown though. Peanuts yeah, and I mean, stuff. But, but people like either know them from the Sunday paper or they know them from their specials. People, Most people probably don't even know they had a TV show. Right, most people just read them in the paper. Yeah, the then, little comic strip you know, thing. Yeah. Which he only, yeah. like, you know that only went on for like 10 years and it's just reruns now? Yeah. He was just done and he didn't want to like keep, keep doing it forever. I think it's that. But their moaning doesn't work because uh, Charles, who's up in his office, he doesn't, doesn't really, you know, find them scary. He's like, yeah, Lydia, I get what you're doing. He thinks it's Lydia who's trying to yeah. Because even though they have sheets on their heads, that people can't see them. I think we made that clear. Right, yeah. But they can hear what they, they can hear hear them moving, and if they shut, like, pick up an object, they see the object move. But their moaning doesn't really, um, 
produce the kind of effect they needed. I don't even think that uh, she heard them moaning. Only Lydia did, I think. Yeah, well, um, as Lydia points out. Oh, but yeah, she was she's sleeping Val- with Prince Valium. Prince Valium tonight. Yeah. Lydia heard them, but it didn't sound like ghosts. It didn't sound like... It sounded like moaning. Sounded like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was weird. But Lydia decides to take a bunch of pictures because she thinks they're uh, doing some dirty stuff. The That's right. her, her stepmother and her father are. But then when she looks at the picture, she realizes, oh, wait, there's a, there's no feet. Yeah. That can only mean two things. Mm-hmm. Really one thing. They're ghosts. <laughs> really? I was like, what is the other thing? So Lydia starts, like, talking to them. They're like, she can see the ghost, by the way. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. this makes no sense. You shouldn't be able to see us, right? And she has this line. It's, that, it's like a weird logic here. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, Tim Burton... I guess not a lot of things make sense sometimes, here. yeah. But uh, she says something along the lines of Li- l- living people ignore the strange and unusual, and I am strange and unusual. Yep. So that's, that's the logic behind, logic behind yeah. her seeing ghosts. They tell her what they're trying to do, and uh, she tries to tell her parents, but they just don't listen. They're like, Lydia, play your game somewhere else. You know? Yeah. Stop being a child. You're a child. You're an adult now. Lydia. Lydia. Don't be so... I forgot the word I was going to say. Dramatic. Dramatic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, when that doesn't work, Beetle comes in with an ad on TV, <laughs> which is uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. He's like, you need someone killed. You need to do this, do that. I'm freaking Blade Runner now, or Sling Blade now. Dang it. He's like, I'll eat anything. I'll. That sounds exactly like freaking Billy Bob Thornton and Sling Blade. But all right, I'll eat anything. I'll possess myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> basically like that. And he's, he's like, you gotta say that name three times. You know, Bill. He doesn't say it. Yeah, he just it pops up on the screen. Yeah, yeah three, times. three times. Very interesting. He said one time, two times, three times the charm or yeah, something. Like, one, twice, three times charm. Something like that. But Michael Keaton is an interesting guy. He really plays this role very well, according to the Amazon X-ray uh, from, like, you know, facts, I guess from IMDb. Yeah. Uh, this was his favorite role. Really? Apparently. I can see why. Yeah, it'd be fun to do, I think. Well, so they, they kind of get to the point where they, like, we really need help, and uh, they don't really know where else to turn. They, they've tried some things, and they haven't worked. They do the big dinner party, because uh, Delia is... She's having a dinner party for some friends from Arts of America or whatever that magazine was that she was part of. Right. And she's bringing them over to show them the house, show them her sculptures. And as she's, doesn't seem like it's going well, you know, like yeah. conversation's not too good and she's trying to act all normal. And in the middle of her just speaking, she's like, I this, really would like to talk about. And then. This is the weirdest scene in the movie to me. Really? Yes. It is very weird. I was just like sitting there. Dumbfounded, yeah, my you, mouth was agape. I did not know. I for I kinda maybe remembered this a little bit. This is probably the not, most famous scene in the movie. I feel like, yeah. Though. But it, it, I mean, the you know she's sitting there and she's about to open her mouth and it, it like starts the just, song to like daylight comes in. I wanna go home. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, right? 
Daylight comes in. Okay, now look, because the song's so Yeah, that. Um, and they're like all doing a dance. And at first, it's just a deli. And they're like, oh, okay, did you plan this? And then Charles like starts getting up. And he's like, starts. He's like, what being in moved. the world is going on? And they all just start being like tugged and pulled and danced. And it's pretty interesting, you know, how yeah. this all happens. And, uh, you know, they. Very weird dance scene. Yeah, you just have to watch it for yourself. Yeah, very, it's, very fun. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Really? I really, I really, that song is catchy, and I really like the way they, they're like dance. It was, it was pretty funny. And how uh, Deli is mouthing all the words to the song, which is pretty impressive. Catherine O'Hara, yeah. She's. And then at the end, they all sit down in their chairs. Or the music stops, and oh, they get yeah, sit down, and then. Uh, the shrimp turn into hands and they j- reaches all of them and throws them back in their chairs and it, yeah it grabs their face and like throws them back which uh that would was... make me run scream out the house yeah but it was all adam and barbara behind it yeah see at first i thought it was beetlejuice behind it oh yeah but, but it wasn't right yeah and that was just them trying to scare them yeah and they're they they're ready for them to leave but they're actually pretty excited about it they really like, enjoyed it yeah I didn't understand that, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, that's, uh, all right, living on the wild side, but they are <laughs> more weird, artsy people, maybe that just something they're into. Yeah, they're some weird characters. So Lydia comes up and tells them bad news. It's like, they, they're they not leaving. They loved it, and they would actually want you to come down, and they're, they're really kind of depressed at this point. They're like, we're, we're not coming down. Like, we don't want to come down. This is awful. Yeah. And so then that makes the uh, Arts of America people think, oh, well, this was some big trick, which, I mean, you just, what? Yeah, you I don't know about? how you just ignore what you just did. Like, like what, just, involuntarily singing and dancing like yeah. that. That's And having a giant hand come out yeah, the of Yeah, the shrimp hand, that's, that, that's, that's pretty close like to icing on the cake right yep. there. That's weird. And so apparently they think they all just hallucinated that. And they're like, well, you know, unless you get real proof, we're not, you know, we're not selling, we're not buying. So they leave and... uh Adam and Barbara at this point are trying to, you know, they're kind of at the end of the rope. And they're like, we, we need help. So, uh, who, who do they call? It's, um... Ghostbusters? Ah, it's, uh, it's, uh... I just, I can't remember it, man. I can't remember his name. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. It's, um, <gasps> Butterfly... Not, maybe. Crisco? Close. Well, they call on somebody. Wait, is it beat beat beetle something? Maybe. I say it. Beetle Coke. Beetle Coke. Beetle Pepsi. No. Beetle Dew. Beetle Dew. But anyway, we're talking about Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. That's twice that, for me. Mm, it does go by person based on the movie. Yes, we do. I know it does go by person. That uh, Brattle Juice is uh, talking through this, and he kind of shows up, and Barbara's hesitant, but she's like, says his name twice, like, you know, and then Adam, it's like, say it again, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. She does, and they get shrunk onto the miniature, the little, little model miniature of the, of the uh, in the cemetery there. Yeah, and they see a grave for Brattle Juice. Brattle guys, yeah. And so they they're like, well, okay. And there's you know there's a shovel there, so they decide to dig through this cardboard and foam, which is really cool effect. Like them digging through. It all actually that. looks like they're 
Very tiny, which is uh, cool. Very practical, very nice. And they're digging down and they see it, you know, they see the coffin and they're like, huh, well, maybe we should knock. But then the coffin <laughs> starts shaking. It's like, whoa. <laughs> and out comes old Daddle Juice. Yeah. He basically is like, <laughs> like I, could, I, could think, I could kiss you so much for just saving my life. You know, in fact, I'm. <clears throat> yeah. Just like kissing her and lifting up her shirt and grabbing skirt. her and he's like basically trying to convince them, hey, you need to say my name again so I can help you guys. Like, let me sh- let me show you how I can what I can do. Yeah. And he uh, they're like, well, well, are you scared? He's like, he 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 apparently is very frightening because he turns around, and he's like, yes, and turns back around, and he's like, am I scary? <laughs> like you don't even like see that. Yeah, it's like something that freaks them both out. And uh, he he. Michael Keaton's character, it's like kind of like he just decided like, hey, I'm just going to pretend like I'm on drugs or... They probably just let him do whatever he want with it. Probably. I would not doubt if a lot of that's improv Yeah, it seems like that's... And it probably was for the better because it seems like a very good thing to like... Just, I could see being like stuck in that character. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the... Uh, I hate to compare it to this because this character is terrible, but the Jared Leto Joker, or maybe the Heath uh, Ledger Joker, you know? Right, I yeah, could, you, you just get see. in that mindset. Where yeah, so just, I feel like he could get in that mindset. Okay, yeah, and get really carried away with it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, they, they, you know, he's trying to show them, like, what he what he's got, and the Deets are kind of coming upstairs to, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to get these ghosts to manifest themselves to us and so we can use them as a tourist trap. Yep. And Beetlejuice kind of shows a little bit what he can do, but he turns into a giant snake that slithers around and what what's it do to Catherine O'Hare? She just, I think, runs in a room. Oh, he hides. looks under her skirt. That's what he does. He, like, slips under her skirt, looks oh, at that. Oh, yeah. She runs in the room, goes after Otho and, like, he runs in the room with her, I think. Yeah, because he's about to get him. But then he takes Chuck, and one of my favorite lines of the movie is like, I've come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> or we've come for your daughter, Chuck. Yeah. And then he takes Chuck, or Charles, and drops him off the stairs. Oh, no, he he knocked Otho down the stairs. Oh, that's right. He rolled down the stairs, yeah. And he, he uh, throws Charles off the balcony. Yeah, he picks him like right up in the middle of the... Yeah, and just right off the balcony. And then he's like going after Lydia, and... Uh, she manages to... Yeah. Escape. Barbara Barbara is able to say his name three times. So. Oh yeah, that's right. He, he so they go back into the miniature world and they like see hear a car crash and oh, like, water yeah, you spray see, up. Like him crash a little red truck. He's like How dare you do that to me? I could have finished the job. So basically he's like, Well, why did you stop me? And uh Barbara's like, I don't like them, like Char- Chuck, but you know, you can't you can't kill a man. And he's like, you know, he he basically is like, um, well, if you don't want my help, I'll just, you know, go somewhere else. And uh, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, where's the, where's a guy around here? You know, have to get a day or you know, find some, find some action. It's been six hundred years, apparently. Six hundred years, you know. And so he uh, happens to come across a uh, local Dante's Inferno room. Yeah, a local. Um, what would you call that? So he stumbles across. A brothel. A brothel, yeah, yeah. That he kind of, I guess, imagined into existence here. Well, Juno put it in there. The the bureaucrat lady, she's like, it was my idea. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then she's kind of like, somehow Otho got a hold of the handbook for the deceased, because I think Lydia had it, and he stumbled upon it. Yeah. 
And she's like, you got to get the handbook back. You got to scare the deeds out of your house. And it's like, and you got to stop, you know, can't let Beetlejuice out again. Yeah. And they can't like be seen as much as they've been being seen. She's like, we can't let them know that a normal haunting is proof of the afterlife. Yeah. So they go back with this big mission and um, they do a pretty creepy uh, scene here where they like, she's like, let me show, show me what you got. You know, I need to know how you're going to scare them away. Yeah. And this so, is uh, the creepiest scene to me. Yeah, they they always looked like just reminded me of that spy versus spy. So I you know just especially never, Alec Baldwin's yeah his form really does. But yeah. they basically pull their he pulls his eyes out, pull stretches out his uh, mouth, sticks his hand in the back of his head, and kind of looks like a chickenish type thing. Yeah, and has like his eyeballs on his hands. All yeah, ten eyeballs and ten hands. I don't know why hands, he. Two hands. But but yeah, and then uh, Barbara. She uh, stretches her jaws out, and just, I don't know how to really explain this. It's stretches her jaws out. Does she poke out her eyes? Yeah, they're in her uh, back of her throat. Yeah, so she's and there's back of her throat, and then she has like a weird serpent—not serpent tongue, but kind of like a pointed, tongue. like a Gene Simmons type thing going yeah. on. Hers is pretty scary. Yeah. But it's also all like claymation looking, mm-hmm. so it's very practical stuff. Very you can cool. Tell it's not. You know. Yeah, it's during all this. Also, Lydia has decided that it's she doesn't really want to live anymore, and she's writing her death note. But there's a reason. Because she wants to hang out with the Maitlands. Yes. And she doesn't really have any friends here. Mm-hmm. So she ends up going to look for the Maitlands to kind of tell them what's going on, and yeah. then. She stumbles across Beetlejuice in his little miniature world, and he's like <laughs> laying on the, kind of tanning on the deck of the, the brothel. brothel. <laughs> and she's like, uh, it's like, where, where are the Maitlands? He's like, dead, deceased, like that. Yes, I think. Deceased. <sighs> yeah, something like that. And so he, she's like, well, yeah, I know they're deceased. But he's like, oh, they've gone on to the afterlife. And so she's, uh, she's like, well, I, w- I want to go there too, you know? And he's like, well, I can help you with that. But uh, you can call him a name three times, you know. And, you know. Yeah. He's, she's like, "Well, what's your name?" And he's like, oh, "I can't just tell you my name because you know, then, then you'll be calling me, you'll rather be calling me, and everybody will be on taking and pictures and, and, and taking pictures and don't have that kind of time." <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And so he, they play a game of charades where he's like, <laughs> "Okay, two words, okay," shows her. Uh, he's like, like trying to make. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's like, look behind you. There's like a beat beetle, and she's like, he's like, hey, how you doing? He like waves his little like beetle arm, <laughs> beetle arm, his little, don't his know. little feeler or whatever. <laughs> his leg, I guess it'd be I for a beetle. So, yeah. And so she's like beetle, and I don't know why the second one's so hard, but it was, she did. She it takes her forever. It's orange juice pouring into milk. She's like beetle drink, beetle breakfast, beetle blue orange beetle. Yeah, it takes her forever to figure out its juice. Yeah. Also, a good uh, good product placement for a Minute Maid there. Yeah, that was actually in there a couple times. Was it Minute Maid? Mm-hmm. Mm. Dang, got us again. <laughs> Slick sons of guns. Yeah. You ought to get that product placement. Minute Maid, yeah. I drink it all the time. It's my only juice for this beetle. Is it, like, so sour that it makes your, ho- your voice hoarse? That's how I work it every day, baby. Mm. So like smoking and drinking Minute Maid orange juice makes you sound like that? Absolutely. Mm. That's good. Good to know. All right. So uh, 
she ends up saying her name and almost she says it twice and then she's stopped by uh the mate the maitlands who come back but they're still in their scary form so she kind of freaks them out yeah and she like is being tossed back between them and then finally barbara decides like puts her face back in order and it's like hey hey it's okay and yeah uh, old adam there he's kind of stuck in that form for a second yeah but they're like hey you don't need to don't you know don't say his name because we can't let him out again yeah and they kind of make some plans to get so charles through this whole thing he's wanting to make the house and a whole town actually into a tourist trap for like a haunted attraction for these ghostly encounters right and Otho has been reading the Handbook of the Deceased and actually come across a few things with it and has found that if he has a personal belonging of Adam and Barbara, he can bring them back using this incantation. Yep. And so he does that and ends up bringing them back, and they they actually look really rough. They start to Yeah, like, they age. decay, like, really quick. Yeah, it's like kind of like their, like, body, where it was, you know, it's kind of like it's it's catching up to In where it is now. In present time. Yeah. And uh, they're... Ooh basically dying all over again or something maybe they're maybe they'll end up at the lost souls place i feel like is what's gonna happen probably and lydia thinks the only way to save them is to call on old beetle guys and so she goes and calls on him and he comes down and creates quite a interesting entrance you know he yeah comes up with like the Circus kind of like head. a carousel thing on oh, his yeah, head, carousel. and uh, he's like, "Once in a lifetime opportunity." He's like, "Attention all Kmart customers!" <laughs> he's like, "Attention all Kmart customers or shoppers, shoppers." Yeah, I that mean, was uh, not all customers are shoppers. Not all shoppers, are exactly. Customers. All no. Kmart shoppers. All shoppers are customers. Not all customers are shoppers. Exactly. You sure? I think so. I mean, you can shop at a place and not buy anything, right? What is shopping? What does it mean? Does it mean like because people window shop? Yeah, but shopping's they, not buying, I don't think, specifically. I don't believe so. Being a customer, I think, means you actually do a transaction. That's what I always I yeah. assumed. Because it says, like, for a bathroom, paying customers only. Yeah, right. Right. You know, okay. Not paying shoppers. Come on, people. Get it together. <laughs> but yeah, so he comes up with a carousel on his head. Yeah, and he, like, pull, ha- unfolds his arms with these big lengths of things, and they start blowing up in the hammers, and he's like, Test your strength. Test your strength here. Come on. Yeah. Basically creating a carnival type scenario. Yeah. And uh, shoots the, uh, it's the former boss of Charles who, uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, like who they have brought by trying to convince her, hey, like we actually have ghosts here and there's money to be made here. Right. Yeah. And so they uh, get shot through the roof because where he hits them (laughs) with a hammer, it blasts them up into the sky. And I don't think we see them again. You don't see them again. No. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> they gone. And so um, now uh, Barbara and Adam are safe, but uh, Beetlejuice made a deal with Lydia. You see, he wants mm. out of this kind of, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> How many times? I said it three times. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's hey. showtime. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Good movie, man. Thanks. Mm. Really, really tried out there. Yeah. How'd you like it? 
That's pretty good. Have you have you met Michael Keaton? Don't know his name. Oh, okay. You don't know him. So uh, what what are we doing here? Are we doing a possession? Are we doing a am I doing a killing? You know, what have we got in store uh, for the uh, night? A l- little bit of it, uh, every, everything. Oh, really? Yeah, who, a little bit. We of got everything. A, you know, is it like a, is it got me graphic or we got a we got some good stuff going on? I going mean, on. Uh, dealer's choice. You you can oh, yeah. pick. Okay. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I yeah, yeah. Never really get that kind of. I'm very flexible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Really. Uh, we'll see how. Flexible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, for him to be back, be brought back into the real world, is that how I would describe it? I don't know. How would you describe it? That's, uh, hmm. I guess to be brought back, yeah, to... So, to bring me back, you gotta, you know, say my name three times, I gotta, I gotta marry this girl. Yeah, and then you have to, he has to marry somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, So it was a... Lydia agrees to it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, She, she, she's quite a doll about it. Really liked it. Yeah. It's a beautiful ceremony, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I really put all the stops out for you. You know, I, flowers. Uh, yeah, didn't stop for anything really. Right. Yeah, it was a pretty went rain. all out. Thanks. Yeah, uh, it uh, was from an ex, but you know. Oh yeah, she didn't mean anything. No, is that right? No, yeah, she she means nothing to me. I promise. Right. Yeah. So uh, this alien-looking thing comes out of the chimney to be the minister. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's Frank, my uh, Frank, my next door neighbor. He does a lot of these for a living. Oh yeah, he's ordained a promise on the internet. Yeah. Mm, okay. They have internet in the afterlife. They have everything in the afterlife. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. Where are we at? Oh, not really sure. I, oh know. yeah, you're uh, you're about to say I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then people keep trying to say your name, right? Yeah, it's, it really so you know, a name shouldn't be called unless it's called upon to be called. You know what I'm saying? So I really feel right, like right, right. It's middle little, of my ceremony, you know. A little inappropriate. There's a time for that, you know. Yeah, you just yeah. don't need to say my name. Uh-huh. So Adam tried first, and you sent him to the sand dune place. Well, I sent him to the miniature place. Right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you sent Gina Davis. Yeah, yeah, Gina Davis. First, you tried to padlock her mouth shut, but that didn't yeah, work. Yeah, well, you, you can only do so much with a woman, you know. Until yeah, you that makes sense. Her way. <laughs> you know, once she's good, once you got her good, you know, you just got to kick her out to the curb and try mm. again. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> so then, uh, so well, then Lydia tried to say your name. Yeah, and you know, basically at a, at, a, at a wedding or a funeral, it's best for the wife just to shut up and let the man do all the talking. Uh, so yeah, you basically just, you know, uh, spoke for her. Well, yeah, spoke for her, but she, I mean, she still consented. You heard that. You know, right, yeah. She was there. Uh, it was her. Yeah, voice. I heard her voice. Yeah, you know, she was of sound mind. Yeah. So this wedding is clearly one hundred percent authentic. Right. We can just stop the story here. Nothing really ever happens after this. You know, I just go on my way with my wife, and we just have a good old time. That's pretty much what happens after that. Oh, okay. Sounds like a good uh, happily ever after type thing. Yeah, nothing really happens after that. Nothing. Oh, yeah, that's no. right. Okay. Yeah, you know, me, me and Lydia, you know, we go off. I'm doing my own thing now. Oh, okay. So apparently I'm possessing your uh, your buddy Colkula here, you know, and just... Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah. So I saw your ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, my you ad. Know. So yeah, your ad said, uh, your, your name is Beetlejuice, right? Oh, yeah, but, but you don't need to say it, you know, it's fine, you don't need to say it. What? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you can just, uh, yeah, you can get through my ad and, uh, 
yeah, think things will go that way. But uh, pretty nice. Yeah, so we're got to wrap this up podcast up pretty soon, right? You're you're about done here, yeah. Yeah, we're about done. So, yeah, so wait, hold on a second. Yes. No, <laughs> you just you just hold on to one just a second right there. Yeah, I, sure. Don't be insane to name anymore. You know, BJ's fine. Call me guys. Call me Beetle. I'll I go by Bradley sometimes, but oh okay. Don't really need to say anything else there. Right, you know right. I'm saying uh, it's. Uh, I really got to go. So if we can wrap this up real quick, that'd be great. All right. So we want to thank yeah, okay. uh, Beetlejuice for being. Oh my here. god. That was a very interesting little side <clears throat> skit thing. Yeah, that didn't. I didn't mean to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. All right. So. Basically, he tries to get Lydia to marry him. Yeah, and uh, that uh, doesn't really work out. No. Because um, Barbara, Gina Davis, comes back and says his name three times. Well, she says it twice, but then she comes through the sand dune. She comes through the oh, sand yeah, dune yeah, world. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember now, sorry. Eats him. Yeah, she brings the sandworm from the roof. Yeah. From the roof. From the roof. <laughs> and basically... Devours Eats him. him. Yep. Yeah, and I think he dies again because he ends up back in the afterlife world. I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah, that's his. I guess. Yeah, he dies again. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of all happy from there on. You know, everyone's safe and sound, and the weird fireplace Frank guy. He just kind of bursts in the flames and yeah, just disappears. Yeah, and so uh, from this point, it's another dance scene where it kind of the movie's wrapping up ra- real nicely. Lydia's there, and mm-hmm. she's like. She got decent grades on her papers, and they're living in the house, and it seems like everyone's just doing fine now. Yep. The stepmom and dad seem to have settled down quite nicely in this house, and uh, uh, during this whole thing, we see Beetlejuice back in the uh, office waiting room, and he's next to the uh, shaman. Shaman, not the hunt, not doc- which doctor I was thinking of. Which doctor sounds, sounds like what it'd right, be. Right? Yeah. I told the witch doctor, he told me what to do. Ooh, ee, is this a chipmunk ah, thing? Ah, bing, bang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. But yeah, so he switches numbers with him. Yeah, because it's like, now serving number three. And he's like, oh, oh boy. Oh. And he had like number nine billion and something. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's like, is this your is your work over here? He's like, really, really fine. We're holy, is that Elvis? And like, turns away. He's like, and, oh, hey, king. And then like, yeah. <laughs> Switches numbers with him. He's like, oh, I guess I'm next. <laughs> and then he like... Then the witch doctor sprinkles some dust on his yeah. head. And he's like, and oh, what, what are you doing? Oh, 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 it's it's going to be a good look for me. <laughs> he's like, I kind of like it. Yep. And that's the movie ends after that. Just them Pretty dancing much, yeah. to... Uh, shake, 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 senora. Shake your body fine. Yep. And that was Beetlejuice. Hmm. Wow. Wait. You did it. <laughs> Don't say it two more times. <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to jump into our uh, analysis of oh, yeah. all blottle glass. Yeah, let's go into the tricks and treats of this movie. Hmm. Jake Einstein, Doctor Jake Einstein, excuse me. Thank you. Yes. Are you a are you a witch doctor? No, I am not. But I know several of them. They're really good friends. Really good friends. Are you friends with the the witch doctor in the movie? I have met him before. Okay. His name's Steve. Oh wow. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a look, real nice guy. Doesn't look like a Steve. You know, he, well, his last name is Uman, but. 
Interesting last name. Well, yeah, he's from um, Argentina, uh, Ethiopia. Oh, okay, not Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good guy. Um, yeah. So, uh, Jake, where would you, Jake and Stein? Sorry, I'm so sorry, Doctor. I'm so. I know you went through eight years of college. I I apologize. I'm just mm, being yeah. possessed by brattled. Yeah, geese. that settle. It really yeah. messes you up. So, mm-hmm. um, what's one of the biggest tricks for you in this, or tr- treats for you in this movie? Excuse me. We'll treats. treats. Um, well, I really like the overall like atmosphere of the movie. If that makes sense, it's kind of like the whole, just the way, the setting and everything is just so kind of gothic looking, but. Tim Burton's style, yeah, basically. Yeah, like a playful, comedic... But also kind of gothic. ominous yeah. type thing. I see I what really you're saying. enjoy that. And yeah. also... Go ahead. Or I could just save this for another treat after you. Oh, you're fine. I just I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, uh, I agree. And uh, one of my biggest treats in this movie, I think, was, uh, was old Beetlejuice. Oh. Dang it. Uh yeah, he was probably one of my favorite treats in this movie just cuz of how yeah. crazy he was and uh a little a little like R-rated sometimes. Yeah, he's a little little uh little raunchy sometimes. But it was it was really funny, especially some more of the adult jokes in the movie that I I wouldn't have got as a kid, you know. Oh yeah. Um threw in an F-word there, which I didn't I realize did, was I in forgot. This movie. Yeah, I didn't know. But like I think every like PG-13 movie gets one, so well, these especially days, back like, in the day, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was definitely one of my favorite parts of this movie, and uh, yeah, okay. I I just I really enjoyed Michael Keaton's acting. Yeah, he was really good. You can tell he had a good time. Yeah, doing I'm, this. This is definitely up there with the uh, the the Jim Carrey Grinches and the Mike Meyer Cat in the Hats for me, as far as like taking a character, a crazy zany character, and just going with it. Right. Yeah. And like you said, it's probably a lot of it's improvised. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Which way, I don't know for sure, but I, I would hope so, because that would be better for me if it was. Yeah. All right, what's one of your other treats? I really enjoyed the soundtrack to this movie. The soundtrack was very good. Yeah. It was so, like, over the top, but not, as it's not like, I don't know how to describe it. It's It's very loud. Yeah. And in your face sometimes, but it works so well with this type of movie. Yeah, the way that Tim Burton's movies go with these types, Edward Scissorhands and yeah. Beetlejuice, ah ah ah, Bing Bing, <laughs> right? Whew. Oh God, almost got me there. That would have been the third one. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So hmm. I've almost made a comeback. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback because he's not coming back. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it re- it really just resonates with this kind of movie. Like mm-hmm. it it adds flair to it, which yeah. this movie is all about is flair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. One of my other favorite parts of this movie, I think, was Alec Baldwin and uh, Bart. Not Barbara. What was her real name? Gina Davis. Gina Davis. They were really good actors in this movie, and I mean, I just, I loved their characters, like how they were very sweet and loved each other, and you know, they kind of just were taken by surprise by the events of life and the end of theirs, 
And, you know, the way that they like kind of go through this movie, it was very interesting, but also just very cute and sweet. And I really enjoyed that. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jake, what about some tricks in this movie? Like, did this movie like treat you badly in any way? Was it a bad piece of candy? Or I only really have one egg on trick. your house. You know? Yes, just one little egg. Beetlejuice was not in it enough. Mm. That's my only. Yeah, he comes in like what? Really comes halfway in through the movie. Hour into the movie. Yeah. Almost. And even then, he's not. He's not like super prevalent throughout the movie. Yeah, and he just. I mean, he's there. He does like one. Has two big scenes, really, right. like where the he's first. actually scaring. Yeah. And that's it. And so, yeah, I can see that. This movie's a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it. I mean, it went by fast. Yeah, it did. One trick for me is I feel like the way it just jumps through scenes, like, a lot. Yeah, I know what like, you mean. It was hard sometimes to, like, place where things to were. To keep up with stuff, yeah. And, like, I mean, it would go, like, straight from the Maitlands to the uh, Deets, and they're, like, restructuring their house and building a new house on the old house or doing, I don't, I don't know. And yeah, some of the characters, it wasn't, it didn't feel like they were explained fully. Right. Like the ex, you know, artist for life, like the boss that was, the, it just threw me off for a minute, you know? Right. And uh, so that was hard to follow. I mean, it wasn't a terrible tr- uh, trick. It just, you know, it was kind of like made me a little dizzy. <laughs> At certain points, I was like, what, <laughs> what, what, what is happening? Where in this right. time are we? You know. Any other tricks for you? No, I think that's it, really. Yeah, I mean, I can't say this movie... This movie did, it kept my attention pretty well. It wasn't really boring. The acting... There, there's no, like, standout, terrible moments. Right. Um, Besides what you said that... He wasn't in it enough. Yeah. And, you know, that really, you know, it kind of is hard to place timelines and stuff. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of the afterlife. I feel like see more of the right. office. Yeah. Um, and and some of the like, I mean, but it's Tim Burton, so I won't give it too much. You know, fault, but. The uh, the continuity of like the afterlife and how ghosts can be seen and how they're not seen and right that yeah. was kind of confusing as well like why was it so bad that there's proof of the afterlife why don't you want them to know there's proof I, I don't know right all right Jake let's move on to our favorite candy of this movie hmm. where was it well I mean like what was something like you dug into that that little plastic beetle that you carry around and chomped on one what was a candy that you pulled out that was just like oh man this is so glad I got this this is the best part hmm talk about favorite moment for anyone who may not know it. <laughs> yeah you know I'd have to say when we first are introduced to him when you know at the cemetery when to, they get shrunk down to the to BJ yeah that whole little like segment there. That was Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a really good segment. Yeah, it was probably my favorite moment. You know what? I think right after we saw that moment, 
that's when I was like, that's going to be my favorite moment of the movie. But since you already said it, I will right. go with the uh, the line, we've come for your daughter, Chuck. That line really, really yeah, I really okay. enjoyed that line. I don't know why it stuck stick stuck with me. Um, that one and uh, you know the uh, like I'll possess myself, Whoa! like jumping on during his ad. Those two moments were really funny for me. Really enjoyed his lines in this movie. But okay, yeah, all right, well, all righty. Jake, we have eaten the candy bags, you know, gotten done trick-or-treating and had a pretty good time, you know. We mm-hmm. uh, we decided we're going to, you know, kind of hang out and camp out in the backyard. It's a nice, cool autumn night. Mm. Parents are inside watching TV and we're just hanging out in the backyard, you know, and uh, telling ghost stories. Oh, okay. You know. Mm, sounds but, nice. Yeah, it's it's real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Having fun, flashlights. Mm, yeah. Shadow puppets. Comic book, Ooh, reading comic that. books. Mm, yeah. Now I want to go camping. I know. I love camping. I haven't I been in so long. I haven't either. We could do that for your bachelor party. Dude, that'd be so awesome. Let's just go camping. Let's do it. So right. we're pushing back the beetle bags and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, on our way home... And all of a sudden, a dog appears out in front of us. And mm. You swerve your bicycle off the bridge, and since it's a two-man bicycle, I'm in the back, I go with no, you. Yeah. And we're teetering on the edge of the bridge when we look back, and the little dog's there, and it's the only thing holding us on because mm. we're just two kids on a bike. It's not like we can do anything. And Right. The dog happens to jump off the plank that's holding us back up, and we plunge into the river. Oh, my goodness. Jake, I just need to ask you this much. Yeah. Could you check, please? Because I think we're dead. Wow. All right, Jake, let's jump into the uh, biggest takeaway from this movie. So, in your mind, there is a a pumpkin, a a jack-o'-lantern to be, if you will. Right. And you have, as an artist for America, you have the knife in front of you and if you were to carve into your mind one thing from this movie, that the biggest takeaway from this movie, what would it be? Well, first of all, don't say um, words three times because they may come true. But I'd have to say this is a very solid, classic Tim Burton film. This is basically the quintessential horror comedy film mm. in my eyes. Interesting take. I, yeah. I don't disagree. It, it was very good. Yeah. In my mind, if you were to look inside and light that jack-o'-lantern, what would... my? I'll, I'll just say this. Probably the one thing that stood out most to me is that Michael Keaton is a really good, crazy actor. Yeah. And uh, this is a very good Halloween movie, even though it's not a Halloween movie. I understand why it's shown right. all the time. And really there was no no nothing that said Halloween. It was released in like March, I think, when it came out. But it's always shown on Halloween and, and yeah, you know me. I'm the kind of guy's like, we need to watch a movie that has Halloween in it, that's about Halloween if we're going to do a Halloween Right. You yeah. know, podcasts. 
Gotcha. But this one, this one makes the cut. It's it's spooky. It's okay. It's funny, and it has a lot of laughs, and it's a good movie. So that would be my biggest takeaway. Okay. That even though it's it's Tim Burton, so it's basically Halloween anyway. Yeah. But even though it's not a Halloween movie, it makes the cut. Okay. All right, Jake. Let's move on into our candy scale. Hmm. Picking out what we got in this movie. And uh, basically dumping out the bags, separating, sorting, mm-hmm. and uh, looking and seeing, you know, all overall, rating what we got. It's probably my favorite part of Halloween. Getting Looking at that candy? Yeah, sorting it all out. I always got sad because I was like, I don't get any more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wish I could just go out again and do more. All right, Yeah, Jake. I know what you mean. Yeah. Let's start with the acting in this movie. On a scale of 110, from the worst candy to the best. Okay. What would you rate this movie? A Reese's. On acting? I'm, I'm just going straight for Reese's, yep. On acting? On acting. 10. Yeah. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Wow. What, what was so good about it? I don't know. It's just they all did their role perfectly to me okay i'm gonna give it a seven really yeah michael keaton did a great job alec baldwin and gina davis did a great job Mm -hmm. winona Ryder, for the most part did a really good job but there is a couple parts i was like okay i could see that and some of those other characters i mean this is the movie is, is very over the top but I don't know, just not all of it. Besides Michael Keaton, his was the best, but the rest of them, besides Alcohol yeah. and one, Genus Davis, it was like, okay, I get it. Right. It wasn't, didn't like, wow me. Right, okay. I wasn't floored. Floored. Actually, yeah. I might change mine. <laughs> okay. We'll do an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Going down a point and a half, why are you doing why? Point as I get to thinking more about the little, like, minor characters, really not as... Yeah great as I thought. Yeah, and I mean, if we were just rating Michael Keaton's or the main characters, I mean, it probably would be close to a 10 for me, but... Yeah, he really bumped it up. Yep. Yeah, so... All right, let's uh, move on to effects in this movie. I feel like effects are a big thing. Jake, what would you uh, call these effects? What kind of candy are you looking at? This, actually, is teetering on a Reese's, but not quite. Not quite. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. So, like... So like small Reese's, yes, the miniature Reese's, yes, perfect. Like I don't really see any flaws with it, other than just for the time, it's just it's dated now. That's like yeah, right, yeah. Again, I'm gonna go with a uh, a seven. Really, for the <laughs> effects? Yeah, because that's like this movie. Yeah, that's what it is. They were really okay. You know, I'm gonna go with an eight. You're right. They this was this movie and. For what they did with the practical stuff, that was great. I love mm-hmm. seeing practical stuff. Um, even like with her tearing off her face and some of that stuff. And I mean, obviously you can tell it's fake, but I think that's part of the movie's charm. Right. But still, I mean, it's an effects thing. And sometimes it was kind of easy to tell. Like when it was, I mean, it was easy. it was always easy to tell. Yeah, it's but, probably kind of on purpose. And so, like, even with, like with the green screen too, like in the sand desert, green screen effects can really like bring me down a little bit. It's like, okay, that's not the best. So I'm, I'm gonna stick with an eight and uh, okay, 
the sand desert really did it no justice. I was like, oh. Yeah, that wasn't very good uh, yeah. green screen no. thing. But I mean, it's the 80s, but still, it's... All right, on to story. I'll let you go first on this one. Seven and a half. Really? Yeah, so the story, I, I, I feel like it's just there to bring Beetle doubts to some degree. I get their yeah. story. It's very interesting at first how there are these lovebirds and love and then they die and then, you know, they're trying to get used to the afterlife and they want these parents, these people to move out. But then when it starts shifting more to the deets, it's like things kind of get confusing. The story kind of, to me, just gets a little bit jumbled up. Jumbled. Yeah, that's a good word to put it. Yeah. Because it's like there's you got two or three di- different things going on. They're trying to make this house an amusement park. They're trying to sell the house and then, you know, get their... They have, like, some kind of thing. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with the deets, really. Right. Like, he's an ex. Yeah, they don't explain a whole lot in this movie. And he's wanting to get back in the game, or maybe we missed it. But, I mean, we were paying pretty good attention to the whole movie to me. Yeah. I watched pretty much all of it. it <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, it wasn't... Kept my I, attention, yeah. I was just taking it. I didn't even take that many notes because I was pretty captivated by the movie, interested in it, laughing right. at it. Yeah. But I just... It's hard sometimes to follow them. Right. I got gotcha. you. So I'm going to give it seven and a half. Now, all that part with the with the Maitlands and with, you know, Beetle, Beetle Brat coming out and uh, the Maitlands, it wasn't, that part was interesting. And I really liked that part, but with all the deets and stuff, you know, some of their, like, she's an artist and he's a real estate agent and she's the stepmom to Lydia and Lydia doesn't really like her stepmom and... I can see why. She's kind of a jerk, but... Yeah. And then at the very end, everything was just happy. So, I mean, I think this is kind of just... Tim Burton's like, hey, I have this weird, crazy guy named Beattle Geese, and I want to, like, put him in this movie. How can I do that? It's like, he's in, in Dead, he's in the afterlife. Oh, I'll just do this, so... Right, yeah. I see what you mean. What about you? Six and a half. Wow. Yeah. Less than me. What? Mm-hmm. What for? I just don't think there's much substance here. There really isn't. Yeah, it's just there's not a whole lot of like explaining going on about yeah. the Deets and the Maitlands and how they. I for for me like the first like thirty minutes should be explaining how you got to this point mm-hmm. and you know building each character, but they don't do that really for me in this movie. They don't build on. Yeah, especially the Dietz family. There's almost zero explanation to them. Yeah, to me. Really? Yeah, I mean, and but throughout the movie, there really isn't. It doesn't seem like there's not a whole lot, unless I just missed a few things. But yeah. All right. Lastly, we have enjoyment, and I'll I'll go first on this one. Mm. This movie is a nine on enjoyment because it was just really fun, really. Uh, you know, hanging out with you, it was fun to watch and recreate together as far as just, like, quoting the lines. And uh, it, it left some good memories in my mind. Oh, yeah. Had some good gags, had some good effects that were, again, not great visually, but were interesting and funny. Right, yes. And, again, that this all comes back to the acting, story, effects all together. It was just a really nice, feel-good movie that was enjoyable and... Uh, a good time that I would love to have again with more people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see myself watching this again and again. Yeah. Yeah, 
I'd give it a nine two actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's like a Kit Kat. Yeah, it is. You know, I I would definitely watch it again like tomorrow. Just because. Yeah, I mean, it was a short time frame, which I feel like if they would have made it a little bit longer, you could have got some more. It of the seems like story. they squeezed a lot in in the short, like what well, was about an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. If so that. So. Maybe there's a lot of stuff cut that we didn't know about. Yeah, if it was two hours, you could exp- it'd be a whole lot more detailed, I guess. Yeah. But that was for what they did with it. They did a really good job. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. All right. Well, that wraps up this. Uh, episode of Feast of Fright. Thanks, guys, for coming to this Halloween fest of uh, Feast of Fright. Yes. Count Cocula thanks you, and uh, please donate your blood to the Count Cocula Blood Bank. Yes. We do good work with it. Oh, yes. Feeds lots of peep person. Lots of starving vamp people. Vamp people, yes. <coughs> people, just people. Pe- person. Per- people that need blood. Yes. Drink. I need, need blood. Need it. Yes. yes. Thank you, Dr. Jenkinstein, for coming. I enjoyed it. We hope you guys enjoyed this uh, Halloween fest. And next, we're going to be doing something special for November. Uh, movies we're thankful for. And I believe, Jacob, you'll be up first. Okay. And uh, that'll be through November. Until right. then, uh, thanks for coming, guys. And uh, and that's, uh, we're done with our Feast of Beetlejuice. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm back. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Colcula and Dr. Jenkinstein forgot to throw in their final scores on this here movie, so I'll be taking over here. Now, let's see here. I got to do some acting, some effects, story, okay? I got to say, they really uh, kind of screwed me over a little bit here. I mean, they, they really didn't give uh, my story a good chance, it doesn't seem like. I mean, come on, Colcula uh, 7. Uh, you know, and, and Dr. Frank and Jake over here, he gave me an 8.5. I mean, really? for acting. I poured my heart and soul into that. You don't get Beetlejuice uh, half out. You get Beetlejuice to the max. So, I mean, that that's just... But whatever, whatever, you know. Let's get on my back, whatever. Uh, effects. Okay. Jake gave it a 9.5. Okay. You know, a lot better from that end, but I, I gotta say you could have gave it a 10. I mean, you're .5 away. The effects weren't perfect for this movie. That, that, that sandworm that ate me, it was pretty intense uh, inside that body. And, and and gotta say, that was actually not an effect. I literally got eaten by a sandworm, which was, um, <laughs> well, let me tell you, it was, uh, it was not a good experience. And Count, old uh, Count Coca-Cola over here, he gave me an, an 8, you know, like, come on, what's it take to blaze you, Cole? You know, you, I can only do so much for you, man. I mean, you really gotta get me a better... Uh, a rap sheet here. I mean, old Beetle has work to do, and, and, and if you give me A's like that, that just won't work out. So, And for story, okay, they gave me a, a, a Colt Col- Col over here. He gave me a 7.5 for story. I mean, seriously, Cole. I mean, like, literally, I, I'm pouring up a heart here to you. I mean, you just you keep throwing me in like a blender and ripping me apart. Like, would you, would you just stop doing that and just give me a chance here? Come on, Cole. Seriously. Bring it back now. Jake here. He uh, gave me an old uh, 6.5. Come, come on, Jake. You've been higher than Cole and all these other ones, and on this one, you give me a lower score. I mean, seriously, like, what could you? What could I have done better? I, I put. I. This was my story. Uh, well, okay. Well, you know, at least on enjoyment, they both gave me an. Uh, uh, Doctor Coca Cola and and, and uh, Count Frankenstein over here. He, they both gave me a nod. So at least that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, it's probably that Shake Senorita thing. You know that that weird dance sequence that always gets them. That that always boosts up the score a little bit. So appreciate that. But again, uh, could a uh, Cocula you? Jake and Stein, you could could have gave me a ten, you know what I'm saying? You could you could you could have boosted it all, you know. But uh, I guess whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever floats your boat. <laughs>
<laughs> we all float down here, though. <laughs> Wrong movie. All right, now we're on to the final score. So we got to do some adding up here. Okay, I got to, like, uh, okay. So, uh, let's see here. I got just, uh, okay. Holy! I forgot to carry four there. Okay, so I was like, doing this. Uh, seven points. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So I got the Count Golki Kane or whatever his name is. He gave me a, a 7.875, so close to an 8. We, thank, I really do appreciate that, even though you basically gypped me on quite a few of these scores here. I really do. You know, at least it's good to see that your final score isn't reflective of uh, your individual uh, ignorance. So, uh, Dr. Jenkins done. He gave me like an 8.375. We'll round that up to a 10 because that's pretty close, so... Uh, Jake gave me a, a 10, and uh, Count Calcula gave me uh, also a 10. So, both pretty good, really. Uh, hey, and so that's pretty good. Hey, hey, wait a minute. This song better not be ending. This song means that I am here, and I am here to stay. This is my podcast now. This is Feast of Beetlejuice. Wait a minute. They just, they just say my name three times. Oh, no. No, no, wait, no, you can't, you can't take me out. Host with the most, baby. Keep on feasting, our feasters. Feast on until another year of frights comes your way. Bye-bye.